Devoe, Devoe, Devoe. I'm going to move this chair a little bit. I need, to, I need to be able to reach the buttons. There you go. I've got it. Who moved this chair? Yeah, I think it was Maria who did that. Then the cleaner's been around. The cleaner's so. been in. The cleaner. I thought the cleaner was Pablo. No, nah, no, nah, man. I'm, wait, Maria changed her name to Pablo? Oh, really? It's changed? That's going to cost us a lot more. Maybe God, not. Dang. You don't know. I don't know. I, now I have to learn how to call Maria, Pablo, Pablo. And, you know, <laughs> and then she's going to ask. We pay Maria six. Now Pablo's going to ask for seven. I don't know about all this, man. So yeah, so you know, well, with the, Pablo Maria moved the, 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 chair. the cleaner. Yeah. I love the DNI show. Yo 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 yo! What's going on? Welcome to the DNI show. I'm your host with the most devote. One time for your mind, two time for your soul, and. Those that need my help, call me the duck. Yes, they do. They do call him the duck. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's good to be back in the old beautiful Queen Anne armchair opposite my dear DeVoe. Hello, my dear old thing. Yeah, missed you, brother. It's I've good to have away. you back. Absence makes the heart grow fonder, doesn't it? Yes, indeed. I missed you, baby. I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> I missed you. And it's been, it was it's your birthday this past week, by the way. Hey, well, thank you very much. It was my birthday. Ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's, tell, let's give uh, uh, Feliz Compleanos to <laughs> the doc. Checking you do with the old Spanish lingo yeah, there. Gusta. <laughs> <laughs> yep, another year older, another year grayer. Don't another say year, wiser. I was just about to say another I year wiser. Mm, you can mm, see mm, I was going there. I can, can see it. I, can, yeah, I smell it. I sense you've got doubts, Devoe. I don't, but just don't say it because people will hold you to it. And then when you wow. say some dumb shit, they were like, mm. I thought he's supposed to get better with age. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> we will come on to that subject later. Something my father says, that, and, and this is this is a sexist thing to say right off the bat from the top of the show about gender. That's the only way to do it. He says men improve with age like a fine red wine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And women? And we all, yeah. And, and then, how do women improve? The same, with <laughs> wisdom. But you feel your toes curling up when he says that, or a bit of or a bit of whiskey. Oh, does it? Does whiskey <laughs> age once it's left the barrel? I'm not sure. No way. Yeah, it's it's in a pretty bottle that says it was it's a twelve aged, year. It was twelve. It was once it's gone into the bottle. That's mm. it. You're not mm. aging. It's a crapshoot from them. Improving man. anymore. It's like marriage. A, a, it's like it was. It was fine until the marriage. When you get married, it's just like now you bought the bottle and Woo! now. We're now going you, there, Devoe. You think, you think you're supposed to age in the closet? Where, nah. Where's that, where's that crash button? <laughs> Goodness where? gracious me. Yeah, we, I might be in trouble that, for saying that. That, that but. might be a record. We might be hitting that button earlier than we uh, anticipated. Lord save me. But uh, Anyway, Doc. Hello and welcome to the DNR show, ladies and gentlemen. It's Indeed. an absolute pleasure to be back. It's a pleasure to have you listening to us, as always. And yes, I'm a year older. How was your week? Well, I got a lovely present actually, Deville. I got a, a smartwatch. I haven't seen it. Yeah, so look, check this out. So, so yeah, it measures my steps. It mm. measures uh, my heart rate. It measures uh, my. Uh, and if I fall over, it actually knows and can send a message to well, like the OLB. A, like a geriatric. Uh, he's gone down. Yeah, man, man, man overboard. Da- man, man down. Man down. Man down. Man down. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get him. Yep. So I've, I've, the Big Brother is now watching me. Even more than the Google Maps on the phone. Big Brother. Yeah. Big Brother. 
I'm talking about big sister watching you. <laughs> why do they call it? Why is it brother? Yeah, good question. Yeah, why is man. it big sister? Because it's like, big sister sounds more ominous to me. Should have been. I'm scared. If you say yeah, big sister, that's sexist. Big sister. That, that we're bringing it scare you more, right? Yeah. Well, no, it's a bit more of it. Yeah. I anyway, think we're changing that on the DNR show. It's now big sister watching you. Well, I have a why feeling, should I, it be brother? I have a feeling we might therapize on this, but let's see what happens. Let's see where we go. How was your week? Well, picked the short stuff up in a Halloween costume from school the, this afternoon, and I picked up a couple of her friends, brought them back for a Halloween dinner that I prepared, and uh, just put some uh, scary, scary things in, make it a bit spicier for them, see if they can handle it, and um, yeah, and then came round to the DNR studio. So you, you, so you were uh, you picked the kids up, mm-hmm. went home. I do. Yeah. You made the dinner. Mm-hmm. Make sure they're got all right. Them, got Get them, them the sweeties out, sorting yep, them yep, out. Yep, yep. yep. Make sure they wash their hands as soon as they so, get home from so, school. So are you the man of the house or the woman of the house? Or, or what? Well, both, I guess. The OOB's working away on Zoom, earning the crust. Ah, so, and, uh, so, bringing so, it. She's, so she's the one earning the, the big bugs. So and, when the OOB's working, so yeah. you got your... So, and I do the podcast in the evening, you see. So you got your shit switched. Switched indeed. Switched. We are, we are the reverse of the 1950s idyllic household. Or actually, the, the very reverse of how I was brought up. My mother and father were very um, segmented in, in, their, in their roles. Well, you just kind of brought this up because now i got to ask, man. So here, I mean, I, I feel like now we got to talk about gender roles because you confused me a little bit. So you were at home, you were doing your thing with the kids and, and the OLB is working, right? Yeah. I put the apron on and I've got this lovely apron. It's a French chef on the front. Well, if I walk into I your kitchen. It's French. If I walk into your kitchen. You come in, see me, 6 p.m. In a, of an evening. I see you. Any day of the week, you'll see me in the kitchen in, with the apron on, putting the onion in the pan, getting, getting, uh, getting the whole thing prepared, getting dinner ready for the family. That's, uh, that's how I do it. And then, uh, and then the, the OLB will come in and uh, slowly take over the, uh, the sort of uh, motherly duties and put short stuff to bed. And I'll walk the dog and uh, I don't yeah, need that. Man, I don't need that, Devon. <laughs> I don't need But the thing is... Does I'm, man need an applause for that? I, I, that's an interesting Apparently question. they do. Well, here, here's the thing. The, the modern man takes it for granted, no? Okay, fine. Let's talk about gender roles. Mm. So we have an applause for you. Yeah. But for, doing, wh- for doing what's naturally, what comes naturally to you yeah. as a father, as a husband, as a partner. Naturally to me. Yeah. But... You're right to, to question that because if if your wife does cooks that dinner for that child, there's no applause. No, it's expected. It's expected, right? So I'm that, that applause was yeah. Man, kudos! Look at that. Yeah, look at it. Check out the dog. Check out the dog. So the applause is yeah because you're doing because we do this. We say oh what a man of many talents. Clap 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 clap. But yeah, actually, because we, we actually I'm just all hands to the pump just as I should be. No, but as it should be to who though. Because what so you, to the family, to the family, that's what matters the most. That's right? what matters to that's, me. That's the middle owner, see. That's that's where that's our what comes first. That's the only thing, right? So when you get that, but but if sh- you're not coming from there, there's a lot of families and a lot of men, and we'll define man later, I guess, with this. But there's a lot of men that wouldn't do, maybe wouldn't do that, or, we, or would or would need that applause, would need that praise. Just to do... I'm a therapist on that yeah. in a little bit. Remind me that. I will. But here's the thing. Should households have roles? Well, someone needs to cook. 
Otherwise, the short stuff goes very hungry, and you don't. But traditionally, want it. You don't want traditionally, we you know. I mean, we talk about right now, ladies and gentlemen. We're actually talking about. I think we just got into this topic: gender roles. Yeah. So let's figure this. So let's therapize on gender roles right about now, because now I'm interested in what the doc has been up to. And in the two I, weeks since I've been away right, from the and because studio. I also do know, do the doc. So I want to ask him from his perspective. If he says, if I walk into his home, which I have, who am I finding in the kitchen? And I find him. Not once, but every time. Am I supposed to think that this is upside down? Or is that natural? Or should I even not give it a thought? Because why am I, here's the thing, why am I giving it a thought anyway? It should not be a thought, something to think about. Because when you see a woman in the kitchen, you don't give it a thought. Why am I giving when I see the doc in the kitchen, a thought, I'm like, oh, wow, look at that, and applause him. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? How much cooking do you do, do you do, Devoe? I mean, are you, are you a culinary I lo- chef? I love to cook. However, I cook when I want to. Ah, No, I cook when I need to. There you go. That's, that's a big difference. So you and I are different. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? But the same. But the same. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would. I think you would cook if you if you needed to. You do. You you're no, hard no, on I yourself. No, no. You 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 cook when you need to, as well as when you want to. I talk a good. You game. You feed. Yeah. Well, I talk a good game. Is, well, we define good game in in, in this gender roles later. Good on game the, is today. I'm talking until my wife shows up. Then I don't talk that shit no more. <laughs> well, there's a there's a big topic <laughs> when we when we say that when we. So, but, I'm um, the man of my household. <laughs> but who? But who's the? I'm neck the of, man. Who's the neck of your household? <laughs> sound like James Brown. Yeah, who's I'm the one? Man. That, who's the one controls your movement? Controls? That head? I'm controlling what I cook, what I do, what I, and the meal I'll prepare for the family. Is I, I will control that. Um, and I, I'd, I'd sort of arranging the homework for the short stuff as well, making sure that everything's done. And you know, she needs a bit of time to play, and she also needs a bit of time to do the homework and get all that done. And then I need to be in the kitchen. Or actually, the other night I was washing the car and cooking and making sure she was doing the homework at the same time. So I was actually multitasking. Now that's actually something that's very genderized. I want to get into this because I want to ask this: You're doing this for a reason. Hold on. The reason is, and I want to get a little personal right now. Go for it. Because, you know, this is family. We people, open up people, on the people, DNR people, show. People we do. We said we're going to. We're going to. So we therapize, right? Mm-hmm. Currently, you are the stay at home. Yes. Old B is the word bringing in the bacon, so to speak. Oh. Roll with us to right now when I'm in the, in the DNR studio. Now I'm working. Well, well, well. And she's. Okay, yeah. And I think a lot of that goes overlooked. Is okay. A lot of okay. the time when, right now, she, you could argue she's a single mother. I'm working, I'm doing my podcast. She, she's on her own. Okay, but prior to the DNR prior show. Prior to the DNR show, there I am, said French apron on, and I'm cooking away, and the OLB's in, in her office, locked away, on the Zoom calls, earning our crust. So you were holding down the fort? Uh, She's hold, well. We're both holding down the fort. Who's no, pay- wait, no? When she's working, you. I mean, she, I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. When she's working, she's holding down the fort. I'm holding the short and, stuff for. Exactly. She's you, she's uh, controlling the wonga coming in. Right, right, right. Which 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 really is what you need to hold down the fort. Yeah. To begin with. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> 
You you, you need, need that cheese. You need both. You need that cheese to make that yeah. house hold I mean, up. B- back in the day, before the 1970s feminism had this rise, I would say that it was it was harder then for a woman to go out of work and earn that serious crust. So it was naturally that the man would be earning the, earning the money and the woman would do the cooking, collecting the child from school. Right. Nowadays, I actually prefer this role. I like being in touch a lot more. I can speak to the teachers when I pick the short stuff up from school. Right. That's some great feedback there. That's great. How's your day? What have you learned? What haven't you learned? What did you do in the playground? Sergio said this. Mario said that. Well, what did you say? I kicked him back. Okay, that's good to hear. You're kicking back. I'm learning all this. We're interacting. If you, if I didn't do that, then I wouldn't have that that relationship, that bond with with my daughter. So, also, before I get into something else, what I'm what I'm hearing is you're also trying to catch up for lost time when you were actually on the grind, when you were actually also working many well, many many hours, and not not you 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 did not give as much time as you would love to because. Duty calls, you know, daddy got to go out there, you know, mm. bring the money in. Well, indeed. So, so now you're, you're, you're coming and, and now you're seeing a different side of of what really matters. I think we should explain to listeners right? that I didn't always used to be the, in this role. Right. Before, I'm saying, I'm to, yeah, before you go back three years, I was the, the, the business executive flying abroad all, all around the world. I had to go long distance travel as well all the way to Asia, all the way to the US, and I'd be gone for two or three weeks. And I, I didn't have that. Didn't. So you, you so, were an away parent. You were, you were there, yeah. but, but you would bring, you had to work. I mean, you, you yeah. had to work. Duty calls, you had yeah. to work. Yeah. And these weren't long hours. These were away hours, which yeah. is different for when a, when right. a father leaves right. and you're not there for the concert that they perform to at the end of term. You're not there for the, the school reports with the parents' evenings. Right. Um, you, I did miss some of those things. Right. To, to, to be away for work. So now, now that things have changed and, and, and I'm doing the podcast, it things things are different. Now, is your situation... I have a lot is your free situation, time or I decide when I work and when I don't now. Was your situation based out of uh, redundancy or was it a choice that you actually made? Because that makes a difference. Because if you're thrown into a, a place in your own household where you have to start looking at situations differently, Based on, I was made redundant. Oh, I actually quit my high-profile job to say I need to be more present because ain't um, ain't no amount of money in this world that can replace this, which is absolutely true. But got, but the thing is, at the end of the day, people say that willy-nilly, but you can dispute the fact that you need money to make that family house. Yeah, I, I think so, two two things happened like, with so us. Which, what happened? Tell me about your situation and. Is it my choice or is it out of redundancy? I, I think I don't I think, mean to put you in the spot. No, no, no. Well, one thing led to the other. So right. there was there was there was a there was a, an accident. There was a, a brain injury that, that that led into that. So I was away in Singapore and I I collapsed. And, oh, oof, yeah. And it hasn't come out in the opening podcast, but I, I, I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. pretending I, I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, I so know that that, 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 for your that left that left me. That left me unable to think, unable to walk, unable to, 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 to react very fast. My executive sort of functions w- were gone and I was a lot slower. And, and I left work. And then during that recovery period, my whole team was made redundant and the whole sales team went. 
And then, indeed, the whole company went bust uh, 12 months later. But during that time, the OLB got promoted and then promoted and went up the ladder and could provide for the whole family. So there was no need for me to go back into the old-fashioned male providing role because the OLB was doing it. And we actually worked out that I actually enjoyed picking up the short stuff from school. I was good at it. And we didn't need to employ someone to do that. So here's the thing. Beautiful. Dark man, that's what we call you, the dark man. Those that need your help call you the dark and we call you that for a reason, goddammit. He truly is a dark. And here's the thing. You got into a role not out of partly tragedy. You got better. But at the time when you got better and you were ready to go back and do the hustle, of course, the company was also going through, you know, some pains and everything else. However, it's also almost simultaneous where you also got that revelation of actually this happened perfectly. It, it happened the way it's supposed to happen because I've already assumed the role that I'm in right now of of taking care of 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 making up for lot for the time that I lost when I was when I was hustling this and goes, I'm loving it. This goes back to the previous episode when you were flying solo and you said take this moment to focus on who you want to be right and use that to your advantage. You were positive out of and it's very sometimes it's very difficult and very challenging to be positive in a tough situation. And I look back now and I realize that I didn't fall into this role I've got. I could have made decisions to do things differently. I could have gone and worked for competitors. I could have, could have gone back into that. But what I wanted to do was build up the relationship with my daughter. I realized that these moments are fleeting. They just leave. Yes, sir. All of a sudden, she's six, seven. Yes, Next sir. thing you know, she's 17, 18. Yes, and sir. you've missed that chance to pick her up from school. Say it again. These moments are fleeting. Yes, sir. These moments are fleeting. That's so it. I, I do assume the role. I do put the apron on and I do branch out and learn how to cook different different things and see what she likes, see what I like, see what I like to cook. And sometimes she cooks with me and we do it together. And that's bonding and that's, that's building that up. But yeah, I accept that that's a very different role for a lot of men in the world. So here's the thing. So I just, I just Googled mm-hmm. the Wikipedia definition of gender roles. Go on. You can hear it? I probably don't match up to that right now, do I? No, no. I guess it's the layman's. It's just the way you define gender roles. Yeah. Tradition. So gender roles, also known as, as a sex role, is a social role encompassing a range of behavior and attitudes that are generally considered acceptable, appropriate, or desirable for a person based on that person's biological or perceived self. Biological or perceived self. Right. So okay. here's the thing now. So we, because now we, now we're into the nitty gritty. We're into the core of gender roles. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. we'd like to say on the right. DNR show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it's, it's going to put us into trouble right now. Because we, here's well, the thing. Well, we will bring the wives in one day. We will. We really will. So let's talk about being in that role and what, and, and, I think, I like to think at least of traditional gender roles as an archetype of a bygone era. Would you say that? I would agree, but 
where are we coming from here? Because you and I, as we said in our trailer, we come from very different places. Now, I was brought up just outside London with with a white family, white parents, middle class. I, I hope they were because you're white. Well, it would be strange yeah. if they were. But if, if they're, this is like, I you're can't looking at me you with, an, with an Indian dad. My dear Devo, you're <laughs> looking at me. I'm explaining to podcasts, explaining to listeners <laughs> Sorry. who don't know. I'm trying to picture Maybe. you with your dad called Patel. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it happens. It's possible. I know, but you were speaking in Gujarati yeah, Indian in it. Yeah. <laughs> but you brought up in Kenya, and I think you have mentioned bef- to me that one of your uncles had how many wives? Four. Four? Four wives. Well, that we know of. What we, well, I mean, but, 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 they, 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 that they, you know of? So there could have been more? Yeah, they were in a compound, yeah. Oh, uh, they could have been. There were. Four wives in a compound? In the compound, Did he marry yes. them all at the same time, that one big wedding day, and just, nah, I, do, nah, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do? No, nah, you don't do that, man. You know, nah. that, that only happens. How does this work? As you acquire wealth. This is about wealth. This is about, all about, this wealth. about status. It's like we talked about having a weapon. Yeah. So look at me, I've got four wives, you've only got two, na 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 na. Listen, if you got four wives, you better, can you, t- you people can barely take of, care of one wife. Well, that's very true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if, if you want to know a symbol of wealth without, without me showing my bank account. But is, is this a sign of masculinity? Yes, it is, because here, the fact wow. that, I, that I, I can dare have four wives, okay, it's not even it. legal. Oh. Only is, is you're oh, I, thought it, I thought it was. No, it's, ah, you're, you're, I'm legally, something. you're legally allowed to marry one. Right. Now the law changed recently in Kenya. That yeah, I think about six, seven yes, years ago. No? That you can change, that you, that, that you can marry a second wife with the consent of the first. Of the first. Well, that's power. Yeah, man. I told you, you're the head of the household. Who the hell is the neck? That's the whole, that's the power right there. You think you you think your head is a power? The neck is. The neck turns up, down, left, right. Yeah. You try and you, so try, ham- you try and move and look around and find the next wife without your neck. So the head of the head of the household and the neck of the household. I like that. That's brilliant. They 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 say like teamwork makes the dream work. There you go. <laughs> I love having Doc back, man. This is the Doc is back. It feels good to have you back. God damn it. <laughs> I just can't imagine four wives in a compound. Well, you say compound. I can't. I can't. Have you, did you see this compound as a boy? Did what you go mean? there? Were, were you living in the compound? Did you go and visit? And we've all been. I mean, what do you mean? There? Like, like it's still it's still it's, there. It's still not there. Like, when I say a compound, I'm, I'm talking about an estate, an estate, right? Where he has an estate and there's uh, numerous houses, numerous houses wow. around. It almost like in a circle, in, so like, who in, did, in, in a semicircle, in the middle. So there's this, there's boulders in the middle. So you have you have the entrance, which security guards, the security house, and everything with the main gate, right? So and, and because you know he's it was a, I won't say and I won't get into details of that, but main gate. Then you drive in, and then you have this beautiful property, and you know you have everybody situated, you know everybody living. I'm talking about when I say living, living. I'm talking about living. Wow, living like if you if you if you if you were a, a younger looking and this and this dude came and talked to you and and then he says this is the way you live, you'd be like, 
Yes, sir. When can I move in? Wow. I mean, it, I mean, it was it's yeah. so you need you need that. What I'm trying to say. So, is but you, did the wives live in different houses, or were they just in be- different bedrooms? Ooh. So we could he get could he just cross the hallway and pop in the wife number two? Nah. No, no. I mean, probably is big. You, you, he would have to walk. I mean, you you literally walk. So they all had their own house to run, not house, mansion, 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 not house. Goodness gracious me! Then when you have four wives, you don't do houses. <laughs> Yeah. You do a house when you have one wife. <laughs> <laughs> when you have one, you yeah. do a house. I when see. you have four, you do ma- you better do mansions. So so yeah, so we could afford it all. Yeah. Yeah. And what to- did did each each of these four assume the different roles? Did, did one pick them up from pick the kids up from school? Did another one make dinner and did another oh, one yeah. do the uh, the housework and did another mm. one do the bills? I mean, how does it how does it all work? I mean, do you know? You ask it, I do know, because... I, I, He's an uncle of I mean, yours, right? Yeah, this is family. <laughs> but even more than that, you, now, right now we're talking about, because we're going into a totally different subject, because this, I can tell you for days. Every wife has, they have their own kids. So you worry about your kids. Whoa. You understand? And, and the, because the kids, because the wives are also different ages. I see. I mean, when you have your first wife, okay... And your kids from so the they first, marry quite young. Yeah, well, not even necessarily because it depends when you when you have when you immerse that kind of wealth. This is not a that that kind of um, wealth is not immersed from from tech from having Facebook stocks or having you know uh, I recently bought Spotify into Spotify and look what I came no, out. No, this with. is a family wealth. This is this no this yeah. is this is wealth from I'm talking from the, from the 50s, 60s politicians way back when. Way back yeah, when. Yeah, yeah, I see. So this is this is so when you talk about the person who's married four four wives, he's not a man of certain age. He was a man of certain age forty years ago, right? Wow. <laughs> so you yeah, understand yeah. me. So with that kind of thing, when he married, so his first kids are probably about 50, 60. Wow, not probably. I'm telling you, yeah. 50, 60. Yeah, and then with the fourth wife, the last one. Is in the teens, and we're coming out on maybe 20, 21. God, you understand me? So, you see the age disparity. So, we talk about very different things. So, there's no picking up having another family, having another family, yes, and then having another family, exactly. just going through you the generations. Fa- exactly. That's what, that's what that is. And you, that's why you need that dough. Yes, you do. To make that show. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sir. So, it's a very different kind of role to the one I do. Very okay, different. Back in my house. Very oh. different. That's why I'm trying to. So this general, because now times have changed. That was a different time. Okay. You try and convince OLB or me try to convince a producer. Mm, I'm thinking because I am the head of this household. I want to bring you some help. I think that might be the response, my dear. That device. would be the goddamn response. And I right? don't blame them. Imagine if it was flipped. Do you not? Imagine the producer turning around to you and saying, showing your age, my dear old thing, I'm going to get a younger boy in to, uh, you know, keep me occupied on Saturday nights. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. What would you, would you stand aside? <laughs> No, no, I'm, here's bu- a, I'm buying another house. But here's a, here's the thing: it coming happen. to occupy her. When a man marries, gets a second one, is coming to is coming to help you out. Oh, I and see. And help me out. Take it's a strength, it's, like, it's, it's, like, it's like a reliever. It's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like see. a relief. You know, like you know, you have people do things in shifts. No, no I don't. You know, you know, like, 
<laughs> no, I mean, like, in business. Yeah. You know, in fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you expand and you, there's you be, get there's people who were from junior deputy in. From 6 a.m. Yeah. to 2 p.m. And then from 2 p.m., another, another crew comes in, 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. And then from that, so we keep it a 24 hours. So this is this is a 24 hour economy, Goodness man. Me. You understand? <laughs> you keep the 24 hour economy on the rotation, bro. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm just <laughs> struggling to think that uh, I, I can't see you doing this. To me. I might need to find some place to sleep tonight, but yeah. it's all good. <laughs> I'll be on this armchair, no doubt. I'm good with that. But no, like, but, but well, yeah. you know what? Jokes aside, the thing is, like I said, this—I mean—the idea of of the gender roles is very traditional because it was. I think. I think I'd like to say well, it, it was. was. Yeah, it was I, correct. Yes, it was. Growing up, we grew up in a certain way thinking. You and I both grew up in very exactly. similar ways. Actually. Yes. Oh, your mother was working, actually. My mother was, was, was and, different. And so so mine was actually more actually. of, even with, a, with, with a, a mother who was working and living in a, in a, in a neighborhood where they had, there were two household families. Yeah. And both mother, father working. And a lot of them were renting when my mother was the one that actually bought a house. Wow, and she was she she was a single mother and, and looking like and they and the thing is a lot of them thought somebody some a man must, must be funding this must be funding yeah, this. must be behind this but they never they but never, there never but was but they, they never no they yeah. never saw they man never saw, they, they, yeah. they never saw anyone she proved them wrong yes over time over time and that's the thing over time as men we don't need over time if I say I'm doing this everybody believes me that's very true that's. So, that's privilege that right privilege, there. Exactly, that privilege mm. right there. That's so that we, male we, privilege there. So we, yeah, we're given that privilege of being able to say... It's the assumption. I'm doing it. Mm. But if a woman says, I'm doing it, like, mm, are you really... Are you, like, are you really? Yeah. Like, who is he? Afraid so. Who is what? Yeah. I'm doing it. Yeah. Right? But you were, you, were, you were used to that. You grew up with that strong female role model right from the get-go. Right from the get-go. Yeah. However... And I think my daughter's growing up with that with me and, and the OLB now. My daughter is used to seeing me in the apron as much as the OLB. And that's the thing, you, then you realise men are not a monolith. Just like women are not a monolith. We're not the same. Just because we're men doesn't mean we think the same. It does not mean we think because I'm the man of my home, I control every goddamn thing that, that happens, goes on, and therefore the woman comes second to me. I know better than to say some dumb shit like that in my household because I married a strong woman. We both for, did. For that, exactly. For that reason. For that reason. For that reason, exactly. Yeah, because we did, we I did was, marry strong I was women raised choice. by a strong woman. Yeah. So I'm not looking for submissive. I'm looking for cooperation. I think right there. Stop right there because there are a lot of, a lot of male listeners listening to this. Saying, boys, I liked you, but now I don't. Because right there, we 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 are different from, from quite a few few chaps out there. Exactly. And the thing is, I make no apology for it, listeners. That's that's my choice. But it's just our opinion on the DNR show. It's just Devoe and Doc having their opinions on this show. We've you got know to, what? You got to state that everything that we say on the, the show is our opinion. And just but you know that. what, Doc? I just here's the thing. They say. If you haven't been sued yet, you haven't made it in life. <laughs> so, 
I'm, I'm probably saying some controversial yeah. shit just to get sued. But ladies but. and gentlemen, there you have it. Please write to DeVoe <laughs> if you wish to sue us. <laughs> you might not get paid. I guarantee you Ooh, probably will get paid, but... <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we will keep that in a Hall of Fame. <laughs> we got sued before we got to episode yes. five. Sue me. Well done. <laughs> yeah, don't like, no, no, don't sue, did I? Sue him. <laughs> but you know what? And I, so yeah. Going back to general, I'm thinking, and I think most people have realized that whether you like to believe it or not, the roles are changing and because the economy and the world is changing and the need, everything is becoming more expensive. Okay. Consumer, consumerism and everything else, you know, you mentioned in the world, in world war two, right? What happened? Well, the men were out of, out of war and planes and, and materials, army uniforms couldn't be made. So there's, there's only one type of person you can employ at home to make those things. And it's that's bringing women into factories to make those things. And that's what happens, particularly in the UK, but probably in Germany as well, and all across the world. No, women see, entered the workforce. In Kenya too. My, grandma, Kenya too? my, my yeah. grandmother made her money and bought the land that, that now we, yeah. we have created something beautiful in by making, uh, I mean, I need to- making outfits, uniforms, mm. For the British soldiers. I need to get... I don't know my history tight enough here because I don't know... I know that throughout history, before that, women were asking for the vote, asking to work, asking to be more involved, asking to say, look, I can do this, I'm capable of doing this. So it probably was a bit of that and a bit of the economy necessitating that that they, they, they called to the fore. It was. So those two, hand in hand, I don't know which came first, but... No, the thing is, uh, you've 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 now got once those women were in those factories, they never left, and they proved to the world, to themselves, I can do this. Yeah, like for me, for me, it's personal because, like I told you, my grandmother made us uh, military uniforms for the British soldiers. So my grandmother, again, independent woman. My great grandmother was a, raising a, was a was a strong woman was a councillor on the on the local council and, and ruled that council raising my so, mother yeah. and my auntie and you know uncles so that so independence and the role of a strong woman for me in my has been has been prevalent in my life for a really long time from the start so I, there's no way I was going to marry somebody who was not a strong you wouldn't woman. have known Devoe well, exactly. you wouldn't have known that I wouldn't even have met them no. You understand? You wouldn't. You wouldn't have been able to associate. I wouldn't know what to do with him. Yeah, maybe make him a third wife. Maybe. <laughs> I think when you, when you you get you get you get a good one first, you get a strong one, and then you. <laughs> I think they can come yeah. in third. I get, you couldn't pay me. <laughs> I can get one loose one. Just you know, yeah. I don't expect much. Really? I can just really, really. I mean, she's you beautiful. She's beautiful. Just keep. She's you know, you know. I still can't get mad at this poor chap, <laughs> this uncle of yours in Kenya. I mean, where does he sleep at night? Which house does he choose to go? I mean, has he got it all up on a chart, the poor sod? He's got Monday night, he's got to be in house two, and he's Tuesday night, he's got to be in, or does he choose where he goes? Or he's is it wife number one determining where he goes and what he does? Is she a, in charge? He's a man. Nobody chooses for him. Nobody chooses for him. It's, but, what, he, it's what he feels like doing. Right. If I don't want to see but you, he, but, if I don't want to see you this week... But wife one determines when he can get married. Oh, wife, no, wife, wife, no, no, no. Now, now. We're talking about the rules now. Right, I see. 
Back, back then, then, I see, lots changed. Everything, the buck stops with him. Yeah. yeah. You understand? He makes that decision. If I want to spend one day, two days, three days, or no days, yeah, I don't give a shit. I'll do what so I want. It, it wasn't very nice kind of lifestyle for these four women sharing this one man. Well, according to who? According to them. I'm asking from their point of view. They seem very happy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Why would you not be? Well, you're, 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 you're looked after by a financially very I mean, think about you know, it from a, from a woman's perspective. The dude is not here to nag me. Like, well, I, I just, I'm cool. I got everything I need. And let me tell you something. You think, you know, when man thing like, oh, I want to have They're not my, there to father every my, night. You're not, like, you're not there as a you, family unit anymore. You think they're looking forward to you being there, looking forward to you not being there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, Tuesday's uh, like, oh, like, my night. Oh, oh God damn. Yeah, I can oh, see how everybody oh, would like that now and again. <laughs> you know, like, oh, man. Can you go next yeah, door? Like, <laughs> can you bugger off? Like, like you know, you know, call your co-wife and be like, can, can I can I give you my turn? Yeah. <laughs> I'll do Friday. I'm not ready. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm not I mean, ready for that. I, right I want to go out on Saturday yeah, night. Can, like, can I do Sunday? I'm doing a girls. I'm, I'm doing a girls dinner tonight. Can 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 he come to yours? It, it's almost like babysitting because it, it it almost becomes like babysitting. Yeah. And then you're like, ah, oh, where am I going to dump this one tonight? It's like, oh, cool, oh, cool, cool wife and, number one. It's, and it's, it's babysitting when you're separated. And it's like. Oof. Who are we taking the bit? So, well, what look, happens when the mother-in-law turn, moves in? I mean, has he got four mother-in-laws around there? I mean, when you're at the point where you have Ouch. four wives, <laughs> yeah. mother-in-laws don't exist. They, they're long been gone. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. This is a generation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> mother-in-law, they've been gone. There's no mother-in-law to be, who's, I mean, dude, you cannot do four wives. And be in your forties. True. true, it, true. Com- this thing comes. It's it's, it's about age and stature yeah. and everything else in between. So yeah. you are doing this at the tail end of your <laughs> life. <laughs> so you know, yeah. and you look at somebody like you know what? God damn it, he's not. Let him have it. Yeah. <laughs> like let me have. Let him have it. You don't even know what to do with it. <laughs> so now the wives look at you like 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 a baby with a diet. Like oh man, Tuesday Tuesday comes in so fast these days. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was I thought damn. it was Monday, god damn it. <laughs> but now talking going back yeah, to go the reality. Get back to the real world. <laughs> it's the real world. We are not there and we are not doing we are no, not, and, and we're not about that. We're not about Nor that. do we want to be and nor does the OLB want to be, I don't believe. But I mean but when we talk about general it is so tricky because it's moving, and it's moving fast in the, in the decade that we've just had from the 2010 and, and in the UK there was this uh, gender registration certificate and it all changed uh, with that and now you, the, the, the law is that you can, you can change your gender after a couple of years and, and things yeah, have moved say, on. I think they said two years. Two, two years, I think it was. In the UK, I don't, know if, I don't know about Spain, I don't know about the US. I'm talking about the UK. I about Kenya, it's but it's I do know my, my, my UK rules. Um, and things are changing fast, and people are sort of determining themselves in different ways, and changing changing themselves throughout their, their throughout their lifestyles. I actually met a, when I was working in Antigua. I, I met a a person. Um, and she he she was dressed up as a, as a woman, and it was. Uh, a, I'm sorry. What, what, what do you call what do you call him? him? They are. No, no, so you he, said, she, he, 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 she, he, she, he, she. Well. <laughs> 
<laughs> he he was he was an engineer on, on all these yachts. Working it's funny, on, you, working just said, on. you just said he was. Well, he was, but then he introduced me, and when you look at her... Now you're calling her again. Is it him well, or is it her? Well, I don't know myself, Devoe. <laughs> <laughs> How did he she introduce himself? She introduced himself herself. herself to you. She introduced herself, but colleagues then explained the history after she had left the, the table. It was quite acrimonious, actually, because she was accusing me of, of stealing... Still in their business. Oh, snap. That's snap? A that's a she. But Trouble. Yeah, but I know I know that in Shakespeare plays in, in, back in the day, that for a, a, a Midsummer Night's Dream, that it'd be male actors playing the female roles, putting the dresses on, and, and it's every, this thing is not. This is not a new subject of people putting changing changing sex, but it just feels these days that it's maybe because of Twitter and social media that it's a more in the public eye and and it's more controversial. I know J.K. Rowling came out and said you know something quite controversial about single sex spaces. Oh, did she? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she was very uncomfortable with that and has got some personal history with, with that as well, that Daniel Radcliffe, the actor who played Harry right, Potter, actually right, said, right. I disagree with this. And they seem to have, a, have had a split since, since then, and since she's come out and said, kind of, what... Can I, can I chime in on that? Old-fashioned sort of points of view she's got. Um, can I chime in on that? Just, I mean, and I don't mm-hmm. even know what she said, but you just said something that made sense because you said she had personal history with that. Okay, so when you don't know when somebody where somebody's coming from, when they when they when they vocalize about the acceptance or lack thereof, do you get to? I mean, about a subject that you, for your own reasons, again, personal reasons, that mm-hmm. I, I'm not privy to, say you should. Why are you trying? I'm telling you, I do not agree because of my history or my past or what it is that I've I've gone through. Yeah. Are we not all entitled to our own opinion and our and the way we think about it? So why is it if I say I do not agree with transgender or a certain way of doing things at a certain point. I don't I'm not saying I don't agree with transgender in its entirety. I'm just saying when it's taken from a personal perspective. From a personal perspective to a more sensationalized mm. view just for the sake of it. You understand? When somebody's saying, I'm telling you, yeah. it's okay yeah. what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. I'm just telling you I think my feeling. Why why should your feelings matter? Yeah. And we and we, mine don't. I think folks listening to us. We're really keen. We're, we're everybody's on a learning curve with this whole transgender issue, and we're keen to write in, find us on Instagram on the DNR show. You'll find us. Let us know your views. We're learning, and old Rog used to say to me on the trading floor, "Learning all the time." And with this issue in particular, we really are learning all the time. And what I want to focus on is that more that the twenty first century. Can we have a conversation about this and be friends afterwards, like J.K. Rowling and, ha- and Daniel Radcliffe? Are they actually now friends, or have they actually? fallen out and gone their separate ways over this because it seems to me in the 21st century that if you disagree on something whatever it is it doesn't have to be transgender whatever i know it's a it's an icy hard topic to get your head around but it seems to me that people say no you're not allowing that person 
who feels that way and is, feels they're made that way, you're not allowing them those freedoms. I can't even talk to you about this anymore. And that, that's, an, that's an interesting subject on its own, is can we actually have this discussion even though we disagree? <laughs> you, you actually just you reminded me of something just by saying that. You reminded me of a conversation <laughs> that you and I had. And before I bring this conversation, I want everybody. Where, you, where you, are you going, you, to you know Where you where I'm going, you don't know. Oh, you just might want to join this dog, line. the dog on the spot here. I got a funny face. Everybody, this is the moment where you take that sip as we take a sip too. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let it sizzle. Let it fizzle. Oh. Now, Doc. Cheers, folks. You told me a story that I dubbed the Malaysian Persuasion. Oh. <laughs> oh you remember, you remember no. that? Remember that? Do you oh, remember that? Now I do. Now I Ladies do. Ladies and gentlemen, let no. me tell you. If you guys, if you are driving, Man. I want you to turn up your volume. I if think you, I should if, pull over, actually. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, love it. <laughs> That, what do you call that? That's a, that's a boom the, moment. The, the, the Malaysian persuasion. I dubbed it the Malaysian you did dub persuasion. It. And I, when I heard the story the first time, and, you know, I mean, I've been knowing Doc for a long, long time. I said, I said, nah, nah. This didn't happen. I'm like, what, what is this, like Oceans 15? <laughs> but but happened before any Oceans happened? <laughs> I'm like, look at look at Doc trying to be Clooney here. <laughs> and then coming out... <laughs> Ocean I'm two. Like, I'm like, I'm, Ocean like, maybe, I'm like, maybe dog, we should start doing a stop doing a podcast and start script writing. I'm like, do a screenplay, you know? Thank you, because I'm like, this cannot be real. He said, I shit you not, this shit is real. Doc, go. Tell me, tell us about this Malaysian. <laughs> you really, you really want to ask? You really asking for the Malaysian persuasion? because no, then you guys were oh. saying about we talk about gender roles. Uh, well, well, mm. we would we. We were talking about gender roles, and then we were talking about our own personal experience with transgender people that we've met. And I was travelling in Malaysia. Oh Hold my on, Doc. Go on. Nah, take a sip. He seemed a little too pushed. I think, I think you might hear that again, actually. <laughs> there we go. Mm. Mm-hmm. Two time for your soul now. <laughs> Picture, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. A young innocent abroad. Travelling through Kuala Lumpur, got lost, got the map out, looking for where he could go. And before he could look up, there, with the sunlight behind her, approached the woman in white. Beautiful long dress, beautiful long legs, high heels, long, long black hair. And I thought, all my dreams, as a single man, I would be nowhere near on the scene, I must say, at this time. (laughs) Hey. Doc, I thought all my always look at the throat. The throat don't lie. Don't go there, the throat don't You're lie. giving hints about what's <laughs> happening next. Keep it moving. She was she was as tall as I was, but you know, stilettos lied to the blind innocent gentleman. So she said, um, "Are you lost?" And I said, "Yes, I, I am actually. I'm trying to find such and such museum." And she said, "Oh, I can help you with that. It's this way. It's that way." It's, it's over there, do this. And then uh, I said, oh, thank you very much. That's, that's awfully kind of you. And it, she must have heard the, the accent. She said, um, can I ask by any chance, are you from England? And I said, yes, actually, just, just outside London. And she said, oh, my God, what an amazing coincidence. And her hands went up to her face and she just, she turned white like a dress. She said, I can't believe, I can't believe this coincidence. I can't believe this luck. 
And I said, why? Why, why, is that, why is that lucky? Well, she said, my sister has, has been working really hard, studying really hard, and she's, she's got a place in university and is going to, to London next week. But she's about to pull out and she doesn't want to go because she's really worried about how she's going to be accepted as a Malaysian person in England and she's really nervous about going. And, um, and, and do you think you could come and speak to her and just, just calm her down and just ensure? We, we only live 10 minutes around the corner. We, we could walk there from here if you like. And it, we just come for a coffee and she said, and just really put her mind at rest. It'd be lovely to hear an Englishman, or maybe you could introduce her to a couple of your friends so she doesn't feel that she's going there alone. And, you know, I didn't have much to do that day. I was only going to wander around a museum. And being that sort of seeing a damsel in distress and the, you know, the, the sort of prince I was brought up to be, I said, yes, yes, of course, uh, of course I will. Le- very <laughs> little did I know the soup I was about to land myself into, which was rather heavy. So next thing you know, we're in this taxi. Bombing outside Kuala Lumpur. The soup. <laughs> the soup I was about to land myself into. <laughs> Dark. Again. Oops. Did you oh, see? No, I, I was looking at other things, my dear Deval. Mm. It, it was a cutthroat situation. She, well, I didn't. It's a very, very, she was a very attractive woman, Deval. I was a very young man. The right. two mixed quite well, actually. <laughs> In Malaysia, no, I believe yeah. you. I mean, I can see, I can see. Yeah, man, this. I mean, I was, I was with you this entire well, time. So into the house we go, and she makes, she gives me a coke, makes me a sandwich. All of a sudden, this chap walks in, and um, he's got a white shirt buttoned up. Wait, you said she gives you coke? Did you mean Coca Cola? Cola. Yeah. yeah, you got to be Sorry. careful. I got to be careful with our <laughs> US listeners. You, you got to say when you when you have the drink, you say cola. You don't oh, say, I say coke. cola. Oh, I see. When it's a drug, you say coke. <laughs> <laughs> So gotta, be, gotta be careful with that so one. Says the devil, the man of the world. <laughs> I'm black. I, I know. Yeah, you know. Shit. We gotta be careful what the hell we say, man. This chap walks in. He's got gold bracelets on devil. He's got gold necklaces around him. He looks a bit tacky and a bit cheap to me in this sort of cheap white shirt. And he asked me a question. He said, uh, he said, uh, Mr. Mr. Do you like cards? <laughs> Mr. Mr. I thought, why is he calling me Mr. Mr.? He said, do you like cards? I said, uh, what do, what do you mean cards? I don't, I don't play cards. He said, no, no, no. He said, gamble, gamble. And his eyes lit up as he said the word gamble. And I said, um, yeah, I, I'm partial to the old game. He said, what do you mean, like blackjack? Yeah, blackjack. And I said, yeah, yeah, I quite like blackjack. I play it now and again. Come with me, come with me. I've got something to show you. And I said, well, I'm actually here to, yeah, yeah, she's coming, she's coming. I said, I want to talk to the, uh, the beautiful women. And he said, yeah, she's coming. She, she, she's just next door. She's coming. Come and come look at this. Next thing you know, I find myself up the stairs in this bedroom he takes a tablecloth off this small coffee table in the bedroom next to the bed, and there is this green felt on a proper casino card table. Take these cards, he said, take these cards. Now, I'm, I'm a dealer in a casino, he said, and I'm going to show you how I deal the cards and let you know what card is coming next. So he put his, he put his fist out, clenched, and he would stick his thumb out beyond the fist, and that would tell me, he said, that's a one. So he said, it's one or eleven, it will be a thumb out. Then I'll put the the forefinger out, he said, that will be a two. If I put the third finger out, that will be a three or a 13. So you know you can count what cards the, the other players are getting and what cards you're going to get before you get them. So he said, you will know whether it's stick or twist. Let's just practice it. Come on, come on, come on. Let's just practice. So he said, what? there's your cards. You look at them. He said, do you want stick or twist? I said, well, stick, I've got 18. He said, you saw from my wrist, yeah, from my, from my fist. He said, you could see you had 18 before. And I said, yeah, yeah. Right. I said, I had a five, a five, and a five, and a three. 
I never thought of the time to vote why I got three fives in a he row. Was, he, was never, he was hustling you. I didn't know this. I just thought he like... He, I'm just listening. I'm like, that's a he was He was passionate about the game. That's what a hustler That's does. what I... That's the impression I got. That's when you're trying to marry. All of a sudden, when the, you're trying to get a second wife, you gotta be passionate about the it. The beautiful woman walks in again. You sell your story, man. More Coca Cola's all around, and he says, "I work in a casino." He said, "Your face, Mister Mister, and me." He said, "They they suspect me if I do this." But he said, "You, as an Englishman, will not be suspected in this casino. Me and you could clean up in this casino t- tonight." What do you think? And I said, no, no, I, 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 I don't really go to casinos. It's not really my thing. He said, well, 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 he said here's 500 US dollars. Put this in your pocket. There's a man coming here soon, he said, called Mr. John. And he wants to play. He wants to play. He said, we will, me and you together, we, we'll take him to the cleaners. And before I could say, I don't want your money, the door opens. The beautiful woman in white lets Mr. John in. And he says, OK, let's play cards. And I've got, oh, crack it. Now I'm playing cards with 500 US dollars in my pocket. And I won the game. I just stuck on 17. I saw he went up to 25, and I just said, <laughs> he got up and he was angry. He left the room and said, I'm going for a piss. This, this, I, I, I want to play more. And I said, oh, no, no, no. He said, you've just won $500. Here you go. And all of a sudden, I'm like holding a 1,000 US dollars, which for a backpack is a lot of money. And I suddenly thought, hang on. This is not right. All right. I'm in trouble. You're in trouble. I'm upstairs in a house in a suburb of Kuala Lumpur. I don't know where I am. And this guy wants to do Dodgy Casino. How old were you? Uh, 24. 24. A very innocent 24. I mean, it was a very experienced 24 year old. Unless you're from the streets. Yeah. 24 is 20, 24. Yeah, years, a young, young Englishman abroad here. 24 English backpack and you were yeah. in Kuala Lumpur. You. Yeah, I'd, and I'd only been travelling four or five weeks at this you point. You don't know I shit, was green. You were, I, mean, you I were was good. as green as the felt on that casino You were so table. green we could smoke you and get high yeah. on that. <laughs> So I decided, you, were, you, you were that green green. Fortunately, Devoe, I came to my senses within the moment and said, I need to get out of here. I need to run. And I thought, if I run from here, from the bedroom, they'll stop me. So I'm going to say, I'm going to hit the bathroom. Exit strategy. Exit strategy. So I'm thinking all this while I'm looking at him saying, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go to the casino to, so he doesn't follow me to the bathroom and think I'm, I'm legging it. But then the adrenaline starts pumping, the heart starts pounding, and as soon as I got to these stairs, I was gone. I like that. I like that. Down the stairs, right up to the door, and I was just about to put my hand on the door handle when the woman in white appeared. Cutthroat. Grabbed me by the neck. Cutthroat. Put an arm on, on my forearm, like on the muscle of my arm, and just moved my arm all the Your way bicep. Down. And she said to me, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> that, that, was moment, a, that was a sip and a boom at the same goddamn time. I grew up quite quickly at that time. And I said to her, oh my goodness me. <laughs> so she went with the bass. You went with the soprano. Indeed. <laughs> and I realized that she may not have been who I thought she was. Mm. She was very, very strong. And she pushed me mm, down. Mm, and I realised mm, mm. that by this point, he, the man in the white shirt is running down the stairs saying, he's got $1,000 of my money. That man is stealing from me. He's stealing my 1000 bucks." You know, they can, they can lock you up. They can lock you up. They can she you locked up. the door. Yeah, I wasn't up. getting out of no, it. No, but even prison-wise, so they, I, can, they, can, they can plant some shit on you. Well, 
And you can end up spending eight years. Yeah, true. That's what happens in these scams. Plus side is you come yeah. out speaking English and Malay. Very well. So you'd be multilingual. So you well, know, there's always yeah, an upside yeah. to everything. <laughs> <laughs> when they give you lemons. <laughs> Only you, Devon. Only you. You got to make the best out of every goddamn <laughs> bad situation. I'm like, if I go to prison, at least I'll learn another language. And I'll come out, I might, I might do something. <laughs> like, how many British people do you know who speak oh, Malay? <laughs> When they talk about, ladies and gentlemen, when they talk about the glass is half full, they're always referring to our dear DeVoe. Man, and that's what I like to do. A little something. So I managed to explain myself, hand over the $1,000 to the man in a white shirt and say, uh, my dear, this is not really my scene. I don't really want to go to a casino tonight. I want no part in a scam. And he said, a scam? What do you mean? And I quietly replied, I think we both know what's going on here. So you figured you you'd figure it out. Yeah. You. And he said, Don't call me a scam artist. And I Oof. said Okay. I'm not gonna call you anything. But I'm just asking you to open the door and find someone else to do this kind of business. And there was a moment of silence and I thought, I don't think I'm getting out of here. And Mr. John came down out of the bathroom door and looked over down the hallway and said, Let him go. And they, uh, the, what, was, what was that feeling? Like? The woman in white turned the lock, the, opened the, the door, and, the, I, and I walked dude away. In, the dude in white? The dude in white. Mm, turns out. Well, no, she was a woman. I'd, With an Adam's apple. Would you, when, you, when you represent yourself as a woman, you can say you're a woman, no? Mm-mm. Man, get the hell what? out of here without bullshit. What? No, she, I'm sorry, so you're telling me that let me tell you something. If you say you're a woman, that you're story, a woman. You, that story you're telling me, when you started a story I told you, did you look at the throat? It tells you the truth. You can't hide. Let me tell you, you can put all the makeup you got. Let me tell you. Oh, I couldn't look past the legs. If, <laughs> <laughs> but I believe you. Mm-hmm. But the test is, you can't hide the throat. If you got a bigger Adam's apple than me, that's a straight up dude. And that that's a dude, not even just a dude, that's a dude that goes to the gym every day and then wears a dress. So when she stands at the door and says, you are not going anywhere. It was the anywhere. Anywhere. And she go anywhere. She could flip. Yeah. Flip gender quite and quickly. A 24-year-old doc. Oh, grew up you quick. are not going anywhere until you come up with the mouth. You come, and the thing is, that's like you said. Well, I was lucky. I did. You smart there with, are mouth others, quick with it. There were others who were not exactly. so lucky. Thank and you. when I got back to the hostel, yeah. I explained myself to the receptionist, and he said, uh, "Dude, why didn't you read the the notice board?" Look, and he pointed behind him, and I said, "Oh goodness me! Look at all these notes." <laughs> so, but that that brings question. Dog, I gotta say, well, I mean, that story is crazy, and you know, and even jokes aside, to think about if they had to put that notice on the board, and people are traveling, and you know, this is Malaysia, and again, this show, DNR show, is based on our opinions, personal history, travels, and everything else. This is not an endorsement or saying we're going against tourism to to Malaysia or anything. Don't get us wrong. This is Doc's story about what he what experienced what he experienced when he traveled. Yeah, just me. And like you yeah. said, 
people put a board and they wrote down, be careful. Let me tell you, because we are all so sensitive right now. And like I said, when, you know, on the DeVore Flying Solo show, I blame the goddamn music for this shit. The bad, the worse the music, the worse shit happens. But moving on, people had to write all the bad things that have happened to them just to pe- get people aware. If they come to the hotel, read that board. Be careful. There's a lot of scams. Every country has its own scam. True. You true. understand me? Yeah, everybody does. And it's humanity is our duty to to in, to let the next person know. Pass it forward. Okay, we all have a responsibility and a duty to take care of the next person, man or woman, man, woman, child, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You have a responsibility to get the next one of whatever race, nationality, creed, uh, gender, whatever. You have a responsibility to make sure they are okay. If we can just do that. And that's why we all struggle. People are going against the grain. People, Mm -hmm. people, people are overthinking this shit. People are overthinking life. I couldn't okay. agree more. Just if be kind. Can, if we can just yeah. go back to the basics of what life is, stop overthinking this shit. This shit is basic. What basic is, is taking care of the person next to you and the next man and making sure you pass it forward. It's simple. Pass it forward. Pass it forward. Why are we sitting here contemplating and letting the other shit influence what you already know? You know decency. You know human decency. You know acceptance. Nobody was born a racist. Nobody was born prejudiced. Nobody was born xenophobic. Nobody was born, you know, thinking a, a man is greater than a woman. Everything is taught taught by people on this planet living. So you were born pure. You were born ready to receive. Okay? And when you receive things, it's up to you at some point with everything that you, and again, it depends on your background, but you have the ability and the free will to make a decision. Take a step back. Look at yourself. Analyze. Analyze and say, don't let nobody Who make do a I want to be next? Exactly. People go, people, people have sacrificed themselves just for, for the sake, not for them, for the sake of humanity, for the sake of people coming together. Diversity. People have sacrificed themselves. I don't need to tell you who they are. You know that. And if you don't know, go look it up. But we cannot sit here and literally just. Make it seem like, oh, this person is doing this. That was wrong. Listen, who are you? Who are you to say that's wrong? Indeed. Who are you? Nobody asked you about your situation. And here's the thing. With all the diversity that's going on, people still take advantage. And that's where it muddies the waters. It muddies the waters because when we go into, let's talk about LGBTQ I'm not sure if there's another letter comes after that. I apologize. There may be. I hope there will be. But here's the thing. That's okay. The problem is when people come out of the woodworks to take advantage of that, muddy those waters for their own personal agenda, either for popularity, for, for, for recognition, for fame, for, 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 for yeah. TMs, you know, anybody for the media to come and look, hey, look mm-hmm. at me. Every people have psychological issues. Let's let's also understand that. By yeah, the way. yeah, yeah. I think there's people, not, there's real people behind this, and I think we're actually addressing kind of the media here. You have a responsibility here. There are people with real lives behind this, and you need to stop. 
sensationalizing bullshit. We don't want to read this anymore, folks. No, I mean, the people with a real story, a true story, going through some real shit, okay? And then you have people coming out, and, and because now we have a platform where you can vocalize any kind of nonsense yeah. you want to. From an anonymous platform. And then say, this is the way out there, you should accept that fuck out of here. You know what? If you come yeah, at me yeah, with that yeah, bullshit yeah. one more time, you know what I'm saying? You, we talked about something today, and here's my opinion. Bring that up. No, hold on, Doc. I want you to pull up that dude you were talking about. Get that phone, pull up the dude you were talking about. That's supposed to be, he says, he walks around as a dude, right? And then we're supposed to, then he says, I walk around with a beard and a suit, a dude, and everything I else. I think, I think. Wait a minute. And then he says, I want. I can go into the the the, the, the female bathroom because I identify as a woman. This woman now calls herself Danielle. Yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a suit. World it's, famous, it's, right? Yeah, yeah, world famous. So, yeah, world yeah. famous. We can discuss it yeah, yeah, if you yeah. want. You can sue us because no, we, we, haven't, we haven't made it until we get sued. So, please <laughs> sue us. <laughs> Deville, and any Deville. law officers, we are willing to accept pro bono work. My dear Deval, <laughs> I think rather than go in with that attack form of <laughs> attack, let's invite Danielle on the show. Danielle, if you're listening, good evening. We would we would like to hear from you. You're more than welcome to come on the DNR show. We'll host you. We've got lots of questions. We've got a lot to learn from a very inexperienced Kind of naive, a bit like the boy that was in Malaysia that time. These we, are we, opinions. We, we, there are opinions, and we're allowed to share these opinions on the DNR show. We're also encouraging to, to encouraging others to come forward and, and 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 educate us a little bit more. But yes, Daniel, why are you in a in a in a suit, in a shirt, in a tie, a, a sort of pinstripe suit, looking very much a man, and going into into women's single sex spaces? That that that's our question that we don't understand. And he, doc, sorry, you just said something. Pinstripe suit. Do you know what a pinstripe suit is? Go on. It's called a power suit. Mm-hmm. Men traditionally. Maybe that's from why the history, they're wearing it. From the history of Savile Row, from Church Hill, yeah. the history of Savile Row. Okay, and I know this yeah. because this has been my business. It is my business. It and I've business. done this, yes. Okay, so I know the history of, of pinstripe suits. It's typically a power suit. Churchill made it great. The Duke um, of Windsor made it, made it great. Okay? So it is known as a power suit. So when you talk about pinstripe, why are you? Why is she wearing a pinstripe suit? Yes, because no, I'm confused here. Because we do... So you, you say, I'm a woman... Mm-hmm. But you dressing the epitome of what a man, a strong man, is supposed to look like. If you're a woman, then dress as the power woman that you're supposed to. My mother is a is a strong power woman. She did not wear a Churchill pinstripe suit and and hold a cigar. That is she one. Didn't, of, she didn't. Yeah, need right. it. I mean that's one of the issues that a lot of a lot of people have have, have an issue with. And I'm thinking uh, mental uh, health because is also key thing. Yes. To, to throw away into this in, into this yeah, yeah. into this hodgepodge, you know why? Because, Indeed. like I said, let's not get conversation twisted. No, Danielle, they clearly, I clearly struggling with 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 some with some torn between issues here. Doc, therapize. I mean, you tell me, am I wrong? N- n- 
It's not right. It's not a question of right or wrong anymore. But Danielle, the person there, is clearly not comfortable in the role that that biologically they've been given and, and, and conforming to that societal gender construction. So they've gone in a different way. And it's not something that everybody accepts naturally. So it's very difficult for them. And they're, they're stepping out into what just doing what they feel comfortable with. And that's the thing. And I'm that's saying, very strange for a lot of people. When you see that you, to a stranger sitting in a restaurant and you see that what looks like a man in a pinstripe suit and a tie and black shoes walking into the ladies' toilets in a single-sex toilets, when you see that happening, you, you want to pipe up and say, uh, actually, they've gone in the wrong one. I, and the thing is, I'm just saying, and the, and the don't, society, don't, don't muddy the fucking waters because the thing is, you are coming in at a very controversial angle and controversial according to who? According to the rest of us motherfuckers. And I'll tell you, here, okay, the, the entire world has gone through living centuries in a certain way. We are now understanding people coming out and, and being able to define themselves the way they feel. It's about how I feel versus how I was born. And I'm entitled to represent, to, to express myself the way I feel. I think the last 10 years right? in particular has made a divide between yes. the biological sex and, and masculinity and femininity being a social construction. And that's become a big issue, right? I think we're there now. So, But now the problem is everybody who's legitimately having that issue, and, and I keep saying legitimately because the key word is legitimately. We mm-hmm. are human beings, and I'm going to say this again, and sue me if you want to sue me. Not everybody is in this for the fucking movement. Not everybody, the same way Black Lives Matter is going on, not everybody is supporting black lives who's doing the looting and the, and the, and the, and the, and the, and the shooting and everything else in the name of it. Do you understand me? In the yeah, name of it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not everybody who's on the path of the LGBTQ the yes. movement yep. is it's, in it for the that. They're it. there to muddy the waters. Yep. And that's what mm. I'm talking about. Mm. Okay, we already go into this movement, and then here comes somebody trying to confuse the entire movement, saying, "I am this. I am a woman. I'm dressed, uh, but I'm have. I'll have a beard. I'll wear a suit. I'll wear a power suit. I'll do this. I'll walk as a man, but consider me a woman. Get your ass out of here. That's my opinion. My name is Devoy. You know where to find me. Fuck out of here. Let's go on, Doc. Would you say that this this person who Mud is the waters, as you say. Would you say that they are blurring the boundaries? These are the people. These are the. These are the. Four, these are the, the, the. The front runners that change society. These are the people that 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 go first, make the movement, make the change, make the stance. They can wear trousers. They want to wear trousers. They ah, wear, I see what you're saying. The pioneers. The pioneers. They can in, wear in that movement. Yeah. In the movement, I'm calling muddying in, the waters. Yeah. No. In 30 years' time, no. No. they answer these questions, Devel. Can someone wear trousers? Yes or no? If you have legs, you should. Thank you. Can you wear a shirt? Yes or no? Do you have a, do you have a torso? Can you wear a jacket? Yes or no? Do you have shoulders? Yes, yes, yes. So you're saying to Danielle, yes, you can wear trousers, 
Yes, you can wear a shirt. Yes, you can wear a jacket. Mm-hmm. So what are you saying? You can't wear the pinstripes on that jacket? I didn't say you can. I think they. I think they're pioneers. Here's the thing. You you want to maintain. Here's the thing, Doc. I'm not sure that they're you after the re- fame. You they're just say- doing what they feel is how they want to be. Here's the and thing. And should that freedom of individuality be encouraged? Okay. Everything has to have some kind of measure. Let me tell you, there is free will in the universe, but everything has to have some kind of measure otherwise. And that's why we have rule of law and everything else in between. Because if you give the mind free reign... Whose mind? No, no, the human mind. The human mind. Because the heterosexual the, male no, privileged no, no, no. mind? No, no, the human mind, period. The human mind free reign without... Rules and regulation, we have seen atrocities based on the range of what a human mind can conceive. Because the human mind, if it can conceive, it can achieve. I use that as a model personally for me in my endeavors, for my family to understand what we can achieve. If we can conceive it, we can achieve it. You hear me? However, that amount of that free reign is the same one that allows every human being on this planet to come up and conceive anything for their own reasons. What we're controlling, what we're saying we need to control is not your mind, is how much of your mind we accept. How much of your mind we accept? So we will put a stop to that. Because your mind can go all kinds. If we let everybody come up with their own way of thinking, boy. We've got a big wide world out Oh, there. yeah. So you can imagine. Ooh. You can imagine. I mean, think about even regular conversations with your mates when you talk, talk about something like, man, that is some crazy ass thing you just said. And that's just a regular conversation. Mm-hmm. That's, mm, like that is regular slipping conversation. Yeah, yeah. But you push on, you're like, if you let people go with free reign as far as their mind, you can't, you can't, we need to control, we need to harness this. We need to cap it up, cap it off at some point, okay, and have rule of law and control this. Otherwise, okay, and then people, if you come up and, and, and people come up with different similarities, then we acknowledge them and then we figure out, wait a minute, this is not just, oh, blah, 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 this is, I need to be recognized as this. There's something to this. Let's now reevaluate, okay? So the LGBTQ, and here's the thing, that's a world progress. It was LG, LGBT, LGBTQ. So, and it gives, that's so because that's point. a world expand point. However, with these pioneers, yes. it moves. But that's the thing. But the danger is we have to, the same way, we cannot let people with ill-conceived notions and ideas because come in and then make that something society should accept. Society should have something that protects them from themselves. We need, let me tell you, Human race needs something to protect them, to protect them for themselves. You leave, you leave, even your child, 
you were there to protect your brain, even though you want them to be able to explore their mind and be the greatest it can be. However, you hover, and the hovering, and we talked about this in the first episode when I said, that guy, that little dude comes to the door, yes, he's going to meet DeVoe, not, not, not David. He'll meet David when we're walking down the aisle. He'll meet DeVoe at the door. Because I'm like, what the fuck you, what, what do you want here? Because I have to protect until it's proven that I see. Okay. Because there's do, nothing do, else. Do, do, do you see my point? That, 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 that sometimes the way these boundaries get stretched and the way that masculinity moves on is for pioneers to come in and they are unusual in the first place. They are very strange before the culture gets changed. The, 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 the very description of pioneers is that they are, they are one in a... You know, I don't... My story, the Malaysian persuasion, was that, that that's the only experience I have of a, of a, with a transgender person. But I, I do imagine that someone growing up and feeling that way must, must struggle with, with, with But that's that. the thing, I, and I agree with yeah, that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And you I'm, do. I know you agree with that. I'm saying but, it's people coming to muddy the waters yeah, by for, for fame or for wealth rather exactly. than jumping on a and everything else, jumping on a bandwagon, jumping on a bandwagon, and then yeah, muddying yeah, yeah. this water. So yeah. everybody who is trying to wrap their heads around yeah. getting into understanding the fact that somebody yeah, was yeah. born in a certain gender yeah. and then now they we want need to be, be this. we need to be wise enough to that. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. So when you have somebody who's and because of social media, social media is something else, man. Well, we're okay. all getting our heads around because, yeah. a big new thing. So when you come in and not because you have the power of social media to push to push forward your agenda, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. We already just wrap, the world is wrapping its head around just <laughs> the LGBTQ and everything and, and, and accepting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have this somebody, clown, whatever, saying Well, maybe, this. maybe not. We, we well, don't to know. me, yeah, to you, until, yeah, yeah. listen. Until it's proved otherwise. You're a clown until you're proven otherwise because right now, because let me tell you something. I don't think the rest of LGBTQ will appreciate that shit because here's the thing. If you identify, I can't tell you, Doc, today, you know what, man? I'm a Ferrari. Say, Devo, I'm sorry, what? I said, I said, I'm a Ferrari. But if you did this, is that, is that the number, new name the you're going, you're going, you're going by? Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm talking about, so once in a while when you are talking to me, I will do, you're like, what the hell is wrong? Like, do we need to get, do we need to have an intervention? Yes, some people need a goddamn intervention. Get your ass right. What the fuck are you talking about? What the hell are you talking? Listen, what the hell are you talking about? Go figure your shit. When, if you, let me tell you, if you, well, I, if you come back, if you come out, Thinking the same, say la vie. Fuck it. This this is this is why I say we want to hear from these people on the DNR show. We want to we want to learn more because we we are both heterosexual men. It hasn't been an issue for us. Why did you hesitate there? I didn't. Did you just hesitate the heterosexual part? Like heterosexual part? Like we're just wondering? No, just a pause. Just a. Get the word out. Oh, okay. I thought you. I was like, I thought you were in doubt. Would you? Would you have, would you have a problem with that, Devel? <laughs> if I no, if I say my name, not. I'm coming in next week as Rachel. <laughs> in a dress. No, it didn't. See da- how you da- handle it, Davina. No, man, don't give me some random name, man. I got my name. If I do, I have if I was a name. Like me, not you. What would you, What would your name be? 
I don't want to belittle the people that feel that feel the way they do and they yeah, do all this. Uh, yeah, yeah, hypothetical. What, what if, if I if I felt like like uh, like changing myself? <laughs> poor OLB, but she might enjoy it. Um, what would what, well? I don't know. Let, let me come back to you next week. With my, what my name will be? If, uh, yeah, I think. But some, something, something. Yeah, probably something beginning with R. I'll give you Rosie. <laughs> I don't know why it just felt right, <laughs> <laughs> but I kid, but I kid. Oh, but you know what? I mean, I mean, this is this is a fantastic conversation because, and the truth of the matter is, we don't know, we don't know what it is to be trans. We have not lived. Indeed, that's what I'm trying to say. So again, I keep saying yeah, yeah. this is our opinion. Understand. Well, this is our opinion from where we are right now. From where we are right we're, now, we're putting this out there in a way. This conversation to say we're we're going to go there. We're going to learn more, and you know, as the opinions come in to the to the show, and different people start talking about it, we're going to learn more. I don't think we can say we not do not resuscitate this right now. I think this is this is an ongoing topic. This for us to vote. Oh, so that, oh, you know what? Here's the thing, and and hey, man, and this is why this is a DNR show because the doc calls. The shot when he says, "It ain't dead yet. Ain't we dead. can save it. We, we got to save this one." So he just put the last support back on this one. It ain't dead yet. So it we, ain't dead yet. Sorry, it might just come yeah. up at some point because I think it will. There's a part two coming here. We yeah. got more to learn. And Danielle, we will get in touch and ask your thoughts on this. Yeah, but to wrap it up, I think. Like personally, for me, I have. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm okay with people choosing or identifying with what they feel the true self is, because I I did, I did not limit it to just gender. Yeah, people indeed. struggle with identity in terms of where they're allowed to go, what they're themselves. allowed to do. Who am I? Yeah. Who am I? Exactly. So. That struggle does not just exist with people trying to figure out what their gender is or what, what, how they were born. It goes on in a lot of people who actually take the time to, to reflect on themselves so they can be better human beings and be better people in society. Okay? And it only So I will say, for everybody who's LGBTQ, it means they took the time to analyze, get in touch with themselves, find their true selves, and say, despite all odds, against everything, against people and society and everything else, I, this is my, this is the real me. And this is what everybody else should, the man, woman, or, or LGBTQ, should take the time to find out who the hell Am I? It's not about the role. I was born a woman. I'm supposed to do a certain kind of thing. I was born a man, so I have the power to do certain kind of things. No. Okay? A lot of men who, who, who think they're men, they're only men because they think I was born male, therefore I have dominance. Okay? And they end up being either uh, abusive, arrogant, uh, non-functioning, nothing, nothing positive to society. It's only until you and women, women, women the same. Okay, it's only until you have 
the self-therapizing. Look in that mirror, confront yourself, and ask yourself, who am I? Do I like what I see and what am I trying to do? What do you think, Doc? That's just my view. No, that's when you and I agree entirely, Devol. That's that self-reflection and that that self-analysis, and that's key um, to to work out who you are. The the question is how they can go forth into society and be who they want to be and how that society uh, responds to them. And I think that that's the, the difficult issue that everybody's got to in, in the last decade is is how we are responding to, to the, the wide range of different people. Um, and I think that that's that's the key. That's what that's where people that's where people are at. That's where people are struggling. It's like can can they do that? Can they say that? Can they dress like that? Well, yes, we do accept that. Um, and and every, all of us have got to self therapize. And think about it, and look at ourselves, and say, and for others, and yes, I accept as a, as a white heterosexual male, it's it's very easy for me to say these are my roles; they're pre-described, they're easy for me, and I can follow that path. It's not so, it's not so, it's not so straightforward for others, and I accept that, and I and I openly acknowledge that. You you challenge me, you kind of sneak attack me by saying earlier today. Off the radio, I got we have because we have a segment where you're supposed to sneak attack and throw in a question. The devote on the spot. The devote on the spot. <laughs> I'm gonna have a drink before I, I need to drink. I need two drinks <laughs> because uh, I've been waiting for the thing. Is you've been you waiting know, for it, this? It's always like when you when you step on the mind, you're like, where is this attack coming? And I'm like, you know what? I think let me just. Pull it out just before it. <laughs> I, I'm getting ahead of the attack. You know, I'm get, I'm Sun Tzu Chi said. <laughs> As you know, that was what is it, uh, whatever it is laying on me. There are people you think that you know, Devoe. I think they are well accustomed to. We've actually touched on this in this show. I'm scared about this question. Like, hold on, let me take another sip. I need another sip. <laughs> I'm scared, and I have a personal experience of this with a, with a very dear friend of mine who sat me down in a pub once and, and said that he came out that he was gay, and I didn't expect that, and we discussed it, and I've seen his life. I was the very first person he came out to back. Um, we're talking thirty, cracky thirty years ago this year, next year, thirty years next year. Um, so how, DeVoe, we've known each other a long time. You think you know me. But actually, when I, when I go home, I put dresses on. <laughs> Wait, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. How do you feel about that? DeVoe on the spot. Gotcha. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on a goddamn moment. My, my wife does the work. I wear the dresses at home normally. Figuratively speaking or... Do you actually wear the dresses? Yeah, I put the heels on. Has your, has your opinion changed of me, Devon? Hell yeah! Has it? I need to get my, my, my wife's clothes away from your ass. <laughs> I'm like, number one. Producer and I have already discussed it. I'm a size Is she privy to this shit? Oh yeah, she's known for months. Okay, let's move on to how <laughs> I feel then. 
How do I feel about the doc wearing dresses and, and saying what? So I, oh, hold on. Okay, here's the thing. Because that kind of reminds you of a story that I read. Does it matter? Wait a what minute. What someone does in their oh, private well, life? Pumps your brakes. Doesn't matter. I mean, we, we just talked about it. Here's the thing. Why are you doing that? I saw a dude who said he was doing it to support women working and everything. Husband, married, kids. He said, and he started wearing uh, dress suits, I mean, skirt suits. And I said, I, I saw first picture, I said, oh, good for him. Like, look at that. But this dude mm-hmm. been doing this for three years. I'm like, mm, dude, mm. nah, man. This is not a movement. This dude is trying, and he's trying to send a message to the wife, like, uh, I'd have moved on. <laughs> I think what we're trying so to get is, is, is yours like a movement thing? <laughs> like I'm trying to figure out where you're because for me to understand how I feel about what you're talking about, I need to know what your intentions are. Are you doing this for 365 or are you doing this for 24 hours? <laughs> <laughs> Let's. Let, I'll tell you how I feel based on the hours and the amount of time we're doing this. Really? That makes a difference? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, God damn yeah. hell yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested in know what I'll still love think. you, but from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like some... That, that, that says a lot like, about you, Duval. Like, we need to get his family in here. We need to therapize deep <laughs> with this one. <laughs> I think what we're looking to do on the DNR show is become better people, better parents, better partners... What was the word you used? A bit more, not well-rounded, but just just all take a look at ourselves. And I think in this year, as Deville said in, in the Flying Solo episode, the previous one, we've got the time now to just, just stand back and take a, take a step back and just look at who we want to be, how accepting we are of everybody. And yeah, we're kidding with Justin, we, we muck about here and there's a lot of things said in jest. But actually, there is a, there is a, it's a sensitive issue that we've tried to do in a in a light-hearted way yeah, to, to, to yeah. keep it. But we, we do respect and understand there's a lot of people with a lot of delicate issues from a very delicate age with some people. And I we, we do understand and that. And in case you missed it, we actually yeah. pro-diversity, by the way. Yeah. The we, DNR we show, yeah. I mean, DeVoe, Doc, is, we are pro-diversity. We, I mean, we that's what we talk about. We married to strong women. So, I mean... There's no way we be more diversity if we were yeah. not married to strong women. Yeah. Listen. And, and yeah, and, and who we, we are to. But. We are recording this by permission. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, folks. That was the so, end of the DNR show. It's nice to make your acquaintance. And we, God, we'll man, we'll leave you on that. <laughs> it's lovely having your ass back. I'm back, baby. I want to tell everybody though, remind you all, we all we all have no excuse for not doing a fair share mm-hmm. to make the human race equal, tolerant, and beautiful, not just for a sake, but more importantly, for the future generation. Stay safe, stay woke, look out for your kinfolk, peace and love, till the next episode on the DNR Show. That's one way to go.